Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well. And in today's devotional, I want to start talking about this idea of being a person after God's own heart. Um, I wonder if there's certain things in your life that you'd say that your heart is always longing after. Um, for me, <laughs> it sound, I know it sounds dumb, but I've just always wanted the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. And all you Packer fans, you'll, you make fun of me all the time because we never have won a Super Bowl, and I get that. Um, I, I just I would love to see that day happen. Um, I long for the affection that my wife gives me. I long for a great workout. Uh, there's things that my heart longs after. And, and I'm sure that every single one of you, you can think of things that, man, my heart just, I'm, that's what I'm after. That's what I long for. Um, I also wonder if you, can, if you can tell a person's heart in certain moments. Uh, when somebody has messed up and they have to apologize, can you tell when that apology is real or when it's not? I think a lot of times we, we can sense what somebody's heart really is. You know, one of the things that, that I've, has kind of always annoyed me is when people make the apology in this, and they say, um, you know, if I've offended anybody by what, by what I said, I'm really sorry. Why don't you just say, like, I said something that was wrong, I'm sorry. Instead of, if I offended you, I'm sorry. Like, that shows, to me, that shows in your heart, you, you're, really, you're really not all that sorry. You just don't want people to be mad at you. Um, and there's a... There's a, a guy in the Bible that we all know about probably, his name is David. And God calls David a man after his own heart. And that's always been something that, like, if, if there's something that I wish that God would call me, I wish that he would, he would say of me, Kellen, you are a man after my heart. Like, that, that seems like kind of the ultimate, right? Um, but, you know, you look at the life of David, and David was far from perfect. Uh, most of you probably know about the story of him and Bathsheba. Uh, he, he's supposed to be off at war where kings are, are leading, their, leading their soldiers. And he stays at home and he looks out, uh, out of his window one night and he sees a, a beautiful woman bathing. And he wants her and he goes and has somebody bring her to him. And they have an affair. A uh, woman gets pregnant. Her husband is out on the battlefield where he's supposed to be. He has that man come back home, Uriah, and hoping that he'll go and sleep with his wife so that, uh, that everybody will think that the baby is his. He doesn't do it. He ends up kill, having Uriah killed on the battle, on the battlefield. And this is a man that God says is after his own heart. Like, that's crazy to me that, that, David, that God speaks that of David. Um, but there's got to be a reason, right? There's got to be a reason why God would say, David, even with all that sin that you've committed, you're still a man after my own heart. And here's really what I think it boils down to. Why can God still say, David is a man after my own heart? It's because of the follow-up to the events that happened in his life. That moment when David realized that he messed up, when he was confronted with his sin. Now, granted, when, when you sin, I think every one of us, we know when we're sinning. But sometimes it's like the gravity of that sin doesn't hit us in that moment for some reason. And it's afterwards where somebody kind of grabs us by the collar and is like, hey, do you realize what you did? And all of a sudden it dawns on us the, the consequence to what we've done. 
And in those moments when David was, when he really realized the, the depravity of his sin, every single time he came running back to God, he became repentant. And that's, I think, why God says that he's a man after his own heart, that he always, he always tried to make amends with God. You know, and I think it's important for us to realize God wasn't running from David after David would sin. He was actually running to David. All David needed to do was repent. That's all he needed. It's all that God asks of us. When, he, when God sees our sin, he just wants us to repent. In fact, God is not scared off by our sin. I think it's really important for us to remember that. And David realized that God wasn't scared off by his sin. He knew that he still had a place with God. You are not perfect. You never will be. None of us are perfect. None of us ever will be. Uh, but I love this, uh, an author by the name of Dane Ortman says this, Jesus can no more bring himself to stiff arm you than the loving father of a crying newborn can bring himself to stiff arm his dear child. Jesus's heart is drawn to you. Nothing can chain his affections. His heart is too swollen with endearing love. Uh, you know, Jesus died for us to take away our guilt. The guilt that we have in those moments of human ugliness and stupidity that every single one of us has every single day. Uh, sometimes we just get to feeling too guilty and we, we heap guilt upon ourselves. And then what happens is when we realize that we've sinned, we don't, we don't repent because we think that God won't accept our forgiveness, accept our apology. But God knows our heart. If we truly are coming to him and, and we're sorry, God is running to us more than we're even running to him. You know, Jesus came to die for you uh, because you're naturally bent towards doing things in a sinful way. That's just how we are. But the wrongs that we've committed, they don't scare Jesus away. If anything, what happens is it draws us, Jesus more to us because he realizes the damage that we're doing to ourselves and to others. And he doesn't want us to feel that hurt. More than anything, all he wants us to do is to simply admit that we need him and that he, he can't wait to bring us healing when we admit that. David was a man who admitted that he needed God's healing, that he needed God's forgiveness, and he came to God, and God saw him as a man after his own heart, even with all the sin. You might have a ton of sin in your life. We all do. Uh, but as you come to God and you repent, uh, God w will say, you're a man after my own heart. You're a woman after my own heart. That's a great thing that we have. That is an awesome grace that we've been given in Jesus. Why don't we pray? Lord, thank you so much for uh, this, this truth that you've given us grace that we don't deserve. Uh, we make so many mistakes, we sin so often, and yet you still allow us to come back to you and, and you open your arms to us. You come after us, in fact. And so God, I thank you for that. I thank you for being a, a, a savior who loves me in spite of the sin that I've committed. God, help me in those moments where I know I've committed sin. Uh, help me not to run from it, but God, help me to stand there and to, to give it back over to you to repent and to say, God, I'm sorry, make something better out of me. God, thank you for the, for the forgiveness that you give us. We all need it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys have a great day, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.